We believe that all men are created equal to the magnificent mosaic that is America. Radio beacon to radio beacon. Some big unexpected news here from the January 6th committee. The House is on recess this week and it was not planning on holding any additional hearings this week. But just in the last few moments, as you've noted, the January 6th committee announced that it will hold a hearing tomorrow afternoon on Capitol Hill. That is 1 p.m. in the same Cannon Caucus room where it has held uh, the prior hearings. Now, they did not give any additional detail except to say, and I'm just going to uh, quote from the release here, to present recently obtained evidence and receive witness testimony. They don't say what the evidence is. They don't say who the witness is. Hmm. But this must be a pretty big development for the committee to change its plans on such short notice and hold a hearing after it had initially postponed all additional hearings uh, to after recess to July when the House returns from uh, the July 4th break. Again, uh, momentous news. We don't have more details to report, including uh, the identity of the witness, but we'll be, we'll be following closely. This, of course, comes after uh, the committee held hearings last week, including most notably uh, one talking about then-President Trump's attempts to pressure the Justice Department <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, hey, everybody. Happy Monday to Yeah, happy Monday to you. Um, I'm having weird dreams. I just want to let you know. Uh, very weird dreams, like Civil War dreams. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, this is interesting because I got a lot of email over the weekend that asked whether or not I thought that the uh, decision by the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade, which went woo way past the Dobbs case. The Dobbs case was asking to restrict abortion to only 15 weeks, but then they decided, hey, why not? Let's just, uh, you know, freak everybody out and let's just overturn Roe. Let's just do it now while we have the chance, while we have the time, while we're, you know, all together. Uh, let's just do it. And they did do it. And uh, the country erupted in protests, not just uh, last week, but all weekend long, the entire weekend. There were uh, clashes. The violence came from, of course, the violent right, who decided it would be good to punch people in the face or, you know, just push people. You saw police officers literally manhandling uh, actresses who were doing absolutely nothing but uh, walking in the street. I mean, it was just disgusting. It was just disgusting. And then the right wing got on the TV and said, why is it the left is always rioting? What? <laughs> but um, then uh, the questions were, did I think that the Supreme Court uh, was acting to distract us from the January 6th committee hearings? And I said, no, because we all knew, those of us who read the newspaper, <laughs> which is my only, uh, it's the only difference between me and, uh, you know, the right wing. It's the only difference. I am informed and you are sleazy and violent and hateful because you don't read. You're disoriented is what it is. However, I said, no, I didn't think that uh, the Supreme Court acted when it did to distract us from the January 6th committee hearings because we all knew that the last week in June would be the week that they would deliver all of their decisions from the last session. And uh, it wasn't a disappointment in that that was the one true thing that they had said. 
everything else that they have said has been a monumental lie, uh, even under oath, even under oath. But we knew that the decision was coming. But now, all of a sudden, uh, I'm sitting here, I'm doing show prep, blah, 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 and I hear that the January 6th committee has announced a surprise hearing for tomorrow, for tomorrow, and there's a surprise witness or witnesses, we don't know, that they haven't told us about, they haven't announced. So could it be Ginny Thomas? I doubt it, and here's why. They would need to depose her before they actually swore her in for testimony at the hearing. Nobody uh, asks a question that they don't know the answer to. No lawyer ever does that, so I can't imagine that she's uh, ready to testify. But maybe she said, that's it, I got tomorrow, and uh, either you'll meet me there or you won't. I, I have no earthly idea. But it could be this Alex Holder guy, because last week, as you saw, um, they were asking and telling us that they were re receiving new evidence, the committee was. And then Alex Holder, uh, a British filmmaker, a British documentarian said, oh, and by the way, I was making a documentary this whole time. I was making a documentary before the election in the United States, during the election in the United States, and post-election in the United States. And I had unprecedented access to the first family. I had unprecedented access to the vice president, to the president, to his children, to everybody. And you might be interested in what I have on tape. So he released a couple of tidbits. He released a couple of morsels. He released a couple of, uh, you know, uh, clips. And we got to see some of them. And they were interesting, let's just say. And then he started giving interviews. And uh, he gave a lot of interviews last week. Every news outlet was calling him. He's looking for a judge in that clip to agree with him. What was happening in the moment? I mean, for me, that was a, a moment of, uh, I was actually quite frightened when I heard him say that, because the idea that we need to find a judge that's brave, that would agree with my position, does not sound like a sort of a democratic sort of system, right? I mean, judges are meant to be independent. And <laughs> at that point, there had been plenty of judges that had looked at the Donald Trump and the Trump campaign claims with respect to the election, and both judges that are on the Democrat side and judges on the Republican side, and even judges that were even appointed by Trump, had all concluded that none of these cases had any merit. So he was now trying to find one judge that agreed with his position. And this is the sitting president of the United States saying this in the White House. And that was actually very scary. Mm -hmm. You've used the words frightening and scary. Were you were frightened, but those are strong words. Yeah, of course I was, absolutely. Okay, so there's him, that's Alex Holder, uh, interview, uh, being interviewed by Don Lemon on CNN, and then he was also interviewed by Joy Reid on MSNBC, and others interviewed him. Um, and so maybe this is the surprise witness for tomorrow. I have no earthly idea, but it is interesting that his documentary captures that Donald Trump is looking for a, a judge. He's, he's literally judge shopping looking for a judge with what Donald Trump characterized as courage, translation, corrupt. Now, he found three liars to put on the Supreme Court. Mitch McConnell actually, uh, you know, uh, made sure that that happened. I find this whole thing about judges fascinating, and maybe this is uh, the witness for tomorrow, because, as you know, if it weren't for 
Donald Trump uh, being able to be uh, snowballed or bribed or, or otherwise talked into uh, capturing the court with dark money and Mitch McConnell's willingness to uh, do this. And, and you know, what's, what's fascinating about Mitch McConnell is all the machinations he had to go through. Think about this. So Mitch McConnell had to hold a Supreme Court seat open for 11 months, therefore changing the number of justices we have on the Supreme Court from nine to eight for almost a year. Then he had to blow up the filibuster, which he did. He uh, actually triggered the nuclear option, meaning there would be no filibuster for Supreme Court judicial nominees. He did away with that with his Republican majority. Uh, And so he could railroad Gorsuch through. And then told us that the reason he held the seat open when Obama was president for 11 months, changing the number of Supreme Court justices from nine to eight for almost a year of our life, our lives, he said the reason he had to do that was because a year within an election is too soon. It's too close to an election. And then with less than eight weeks to go, we were already early voting. We were already early voting. He rams through Amy Grin and Barrett. So the amount of lying that went on in order to get to this result of taking away a constitutionally protected right to privacy for half the population, you really had to do a lot of rigging of the court. And so it's just so fascinating that we may have a witness tomorrow who's going to talk to you about the rigging of our courts and judge shopping and knowing where you might find a friendly judge and that Trump felt he could. And that courage now equals corruption. Wow.